Hi, and welcome to Tune In, the podcast where we watch old cartoons. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. And today we watched Cops. Cops, central organization of police specialists fighting crime in a future time. Protecting Empire City from Big Boss and his gang of crooks. Fighting crime in a future time. <laughs> and also, it's crime fighting time. Right. Well, you need the two um, you know, catchphrases because one's just not enough. No, no. Right. Not especially when you're talking about our boys in blue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised each cop didn't have their own catchphrase. And we only watched the three episodes. They might have all they, had their own They might have. Yeah. Like, freeze. This is the cops. <laughs> you're going to jail, Juice. <laughs> OJ. Oh, okay. Oh, juice. Juice. Not Jews. No. Oh, I thought you racist about it. I this, don't know. This was, uh, they were, this was taking place in Empire City, right. not Berlin. No jokes. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a joke. It really happened. It was a sad, sad part of history. Right, right, right. Right. OJ was pretty sad, too. I mean, not at, to the uh, scale. Yeah, it was just, you know, the media involvement and law and order and yeah. miscarriage of justice. You know, yeah. Yeah. It was very sad. Yeah. Not not as much of a blight on our history, but right. still a blight. Yeah. It gave my grandma something to do uh, during yeah. the day. Okay. And she was able to watch a trial. Mm-hmm. I, like, glued to it. I had to call her. I had a quarter at school, and I called. I had to call her on the payphone the day of the, of the jury, mm-hmm. the, the, the announcement of the, the verdict. I was like, Grandma, what happened? <laughs> I ran over to her house after school. I was like in you know, sophomore in high school. Right. Yeah, it was great. She was kind of <laughs> elated. I mean, elated that it was over and sad. Right. And sad yeah. th- of the verdict. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. The only person happy with that verdict was OJ. So. Uh-huh. Well, and I his guess lawyer. His attorneys. Yeah. 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 But they never got paid, I don't think. No. The Kardashians aren't famous for, you know, anything. So No. Not at all. No. Uh, well, this is about cops, right. not defense attorneys. Right. Or lava lamps. <laughs> you know what's in the studio today, folks. A lava lamp. Oh, man. You uh, you turned that on well before we started recording, I can tell. Yeah, it's really I, get, going I, at I have it. to warm up. Oh, man. It's gorgeous. It's just going. Hi. This is lava lamps. Welcome I'm to Andy. lava lamp cast. I'm Keith. And we're here watching our pink lava lamp. Right. Speaking of pink. Yeah. Did you notice on this show, because it was 
at the end of the eighties, right? They were not afraid to use pink as a palette color. On no, the show. yeah, a lot. I a lot of the main characters wear pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're tough, you know, manly men's right. they're cops. Yep, they all have that action figure physique. <laughs> yeah, for they some reason, really had an action figure. Physique oh yeah, too. I mean, do you think this cartoon was made just to sell toys? I'm pretty sure they didn't start selling the toys before the cartoon because that <laughs> never doesn't not work. <laughs> It didn't like kill filmation with a uh, with Brave Star <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, uh, this was uh, uh, Deke Entertainment, mm-hmm. and uh, Hayam Saban and Shuki Levy had something to do with this series as Did well. They really? Yeah. I noticed at the end it said uh, pr- owned by Hasbro too, though. So. Well, yeah. I mean, they were making the toys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And the. Oh. I can get into the toys now. I can get into the toys later. Eh, let's hold off. we let's got a lot of show left to go. It's crime fighting time. So, Andy, this was your pick. What can you tell me about Cops? Well, uh, I remember Cops as one of those shows that we only got to watch at Grandma's house. Mm. Uh, it was either like on TBS or a cable channel or just because uh, network television right. lineups were different. Different affiliate or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was on their afternoon cartoon show, and it was kind of a late in the summer, you know, last trip to Grandma's house before going back out west. Mm-hmm. And we watched, I mean, Cops was on maybe twice a day. Oh, yeah. And I just really looked forward to it. And, you know, spent a week with Grandma and, you know, probably got a good 10 episodes in. Cool. Like, oh, I, I can't ever miss this again. This is so good. <laughs> and it was. It, I mean, it was a kind of a hearty change of pace from everything else I'd been watching at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was neat. Cool. And it had really neat characters, and um, you know, one of the bad guys kind of reminded me a bit of uh, Rocksteady from Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I I think it might have been the same voice actor. <laughs> Probably uh, was. Was it uh, Berserko? Berserko. Yeah, he sounded a lot like Rocksteady. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was. This would have been a you know, point in my life. I was just getting into Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, kind of saying goodbye to GI Joe, and. Um, yeah, this show is just like, oh, that's cool. There's there's a lot of good hearty action in it. And I, <laughs> I don't know. It, it was really good. The the characters, e- you know, each cop has his own little specialty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We get into all that. So and, this, I, and I dug it. This ran uh, October fifth, eighty eight to February twentieth, eighty nine. Sixty five episodes. Yeah. One season, I believe, just for that. So. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and it has nothing to do with the live action cops. And in fact, was reran. Yeah. At the same time that Cops, the live-action show, came out, they renamed this show Cyber Cops. Yeah. Yeah, which sounds pretty damn cool. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, why would you not watch a show called Cyber Cops? Right. <laughs> Although I'm sure there's some, you know, hillbilly who's like, Honey, Cyber Cops is on, <laughs> and let's watch it. Hey, Get in here, Petunia. <laughs> yeah. Why is there a goddamn cartoon show on? <clears throat> I want to watch my brother Randy get arrested. <laughs> For all of you that don't know, I was making fun of White Trash. <laughs> white Trash, the official butt end of a joke of Tune Pod. <laughs> True story. I was dating, this is 10 years ago, this uh, kind of a, I mean, she was kind of put together, but her family was full of hillbillies. Okay. And they had lived in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And That's hillbilly, like, central. Yeah, central, yeah. yeah. You have to get the, through the hill and hillbilly means nothing because it started in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. <laughs> Should call it Cedar Billies. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, they had cops Cedar Rapids on, <laughs> and I'm watching. It, I go, hey, 
Maybe your brother might be on the show. That did not go for well. <laughs> like, it went poorly. Right. Yeah. It was a brother-in-law, right? <laughs> yeah, in-law. Law enforcement. Yeah, he was he was not the type of guy to be on the side of, of the police. Ah, gotcha. It's crime fighting time. All right, so Cops takes place in a place called Empire City, mm-hmm. which is, I got to imagine, a... Uh, a ruse for New York City. Right. Wasn't there one cop that was from New York, though? That's right. Yeah. Isn't Batman from Gotham and yeah. Superman's from Metropolis? And New York's in the middle, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I think Metropolis, if Smallville has taught me anything, Metropolis is only five <laughs> minutes away from Smallville. So <laughs> Kansas City. Yeah, so it's yeah. Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> 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 I mean... I would never apply Smallville logic to anything, anything in life at all. Nope. No. Nope. nope. Not gonna happen. Not even the the morality lessons they tried to pawn off in the first couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clark. It's not okay to steal mom and dad's credit card. <laughs> what, are, what are they gonna do? Arrest you? You're fucking Superman. <laughs> Just break out. <laughs> Ooh, handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, right. Ah, see, we brought that, but right back around to cops. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, cops takes place in the year 2020. Okay, so only three years away. Oh. Right? Yeah. 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 But uh, but those guys in the 80s never thought this would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Thought we'd kill each other with nuclear war by now. We showed them. It's only three years away. (laughs) We got an idiot on the trigger. Yeah. It's crime fighting time. So let's get into the characters of the show. Yeah. So Empire City is in the midst of a crime wave. Mm hmm. And only one federal agent. Yeah. Can save the entire city. Mayor Davis calls in BP Vess. Yes. AKA Bulletproof. Right. Bulletproof Vess. Yeah. <laughs> is this man's name? Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, as wide as he is tall, huge, mm-hmm. big guy, African American. Yeah. And, right. and then he gets turned into a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. enormous. Just when and he also he's a robot. <laughs> and he couldn't get any more badass. Right. Yeah. He gets called in to help the city out with this huge crime wave mm-hmm. because Big Boss, the bad guy, right, who may be the leader of the bad guys in the show. Yeah, he might be the big boss of them. <laughs> yeah, who's a very a... kingpin-looking mm-hmm. guy. I mean, he's clearly a clone of Kingpin. Yeah, but he he speaks like Al Capone. Uh, I don't know if it's Al Capone. Well, I mean, it's it's a very cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. 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 Look what we're gonna yeah. Right on the trigger finger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he's got his kind of core group of henchmen. Well, he's also got a robot hand. Yeah. And a cat who obviously has mange. So he's, he's basically like Dr. Claw. Yeah. And any mangy part they've replaced with some metal. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah the cat has metal parts, too. Yeah. Ooh, RoboCat. I'd watch that show. I'd watch a season and a half of it. <laughs> you want to watch Thundercats mixed with Silverhats? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if they only I did do. that thing, that would have been cool, right? Yeah, hmm. partly metal, partly real, partly cat. Ah! <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's crime fighting time. Uh, big boss has his you know core of uh, villains, as all good big bosses do. Oh yeah, Berserko, who's his nephew, who's Kind of talks like a surfer dude. That's the guy who sounds kind of like Rocksteady. Right. Um, and he's big, strong, real dumb. Incredibly stupid. Just, just, just 
dumber than a brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's got a buddy, Turbo Two-Tone. Yeah, and Turbo Two-Tone seems somewhat confident at times, but yeah. also talks. Uh, he's pretty thuggish, hair parted in the middle, handlebar mm-hmm. mustache. Yeah. He can... You know, fly a helicopter and stuff like that. So he's he's got some skill, but he's a little smarter, but not smarter <clears throat> enough. Right? Maybe. Yeah. And then Rock Crusher, who's still wearing his prison pinstripe jumpsuit, <laughs> yes. including the hat. And even when yeah. he's in disguise, he's, he's still wearing, wearing that, that hat. hat. <laughs> and he's got a he's got a, a jackhammer. Yeah, yeah. That he jackhammers his way through problems <laughs> in life. And that jackhammer comes into play like. We watched three episodes. I think nine times that jackhammer yeah. had different uses. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mainly jackhammering stuff. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's missing some teeth. He's, He's missing, missing all of his front teeth. It's crime fighting time. Uh, so BP shows up into town. He needs help. Oh, uh, the last some more villains. Yeah, is Doctor Bad Vibes. Yes. This is a exposed brain villain, folks. Yeah. Be on the lookout. He's that smart. Mm-hmm. But there's no way his skull would have contained that brain because it's like it's like a foot over his head yeah. glass. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, like an ice cream cone, you know, where they just. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just kept twirling it twirling around. Twirling up Twirling and up gray and up matter and up. around yeah. up and up. He's yeah, got, yeah. yeah, a good foot of brain on him. Yeah. There's also an evil robot. Buzzbot. Buzzbot or Buzzbomb? Oh, it was Buzzbomb, wasn't it? I Yeah. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But <laughs> he's so got, he's got office chair. Wheel legs, yes. which the you know, robot from Venture Brothers has that. Yeah, but he's a laughing stock. So, he's amazing you know, laughing stock. You save those kids. He's a comedy relief. <laughs> Buzz bomb wasn't. That's true. And yeah. he's got one arm's got. Uh, he's just like a holding spindled, a saw. <laughs> yeah. Well, two saw blades that <laughs> on that either side of the fists of what would be cut, the robot cut yeah. through anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the other arm is just an arm, I guess. Right. I don't know. Yeah. A little pincher. Yeah, little pincer. And and when he talks or does his little, uh, he makes little loud warbles that end up turning into words. His brain will flicker, or, right. or his brain would be. Yeah, he's also got like the exposed glass dome brain kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, it's crime fighting time. BP shows up into town to save the day. Mm-hmm. He starts doing his detective work, looking for clues. Where he comes across a uh, young lady named Tina Cassidy. Yeah. Later known as Mainframe. And, and they hit it off, I think. Sexually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no <laughs> sexual... Yeah. There sure was. Oh, there was a lot of tension there. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, they both got each other. Such like, tension. Immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So she gives him uh, Dr. Bad Vibes's like, last known residence, mm-hmm. and he goes to check out the place. Right. <laughs> And when he gets there, uh, Berserko and Turbo Two-Tone are doing their first honest work of the year (laughs) by just helping a buddy move. (laughs) Yeah, helping him out with the, what was it, the Laughing Fish Moving Company? Yeah. 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 BP sees this, and uh, this ain't no good. Yeah. Yeah. Charges into the building, and exactly what happens, but eventually the building collapses. Uh, the, ahead the, oh, yeah, you're jumping way ahead. Yeah. The building doesn't collapse. So he sees these two ne'er-do-wells loading up the the fish van, mm-hmm. the fish moving company van. Oh, yeah. With, oh, there's a whole chase scene in there. Yeah, Dr. Two-Tone yeah. stuff. So he goes to hide in the back of the van. 
Yeah. And then a couple of beat cops roll up, and they start chasing him. Right, because for no reason oh, yeah. whatsoever, Turbo Two-Tone is driving through the street and just ramming people off the street. He wasn't committing any sort of felony prior to that. Just He just decided, ah, yeah. you know, I'm not evil enough already. Right. I might as well just knock these people off the we road. We go 120 miles an hour down the <laughs> yeah. freeway, knock yeah. people out of my way because I'm just in the bigger vehicle. Yes, of course. Well, all of this kind of earth-shaking uh, sends our, our hero kind of tumbling. The van doors open, and Berserko sees BP in there. Yeah. And he says, we're surrounded. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's one cop in the van, in the van being knocked out by boxes. Well, and then there's two cops chasing them in a, guess, in a, in yeah. a cruiser, but still, yeah. we're not really surrounded. <laughs> there's, there's kind of some fighting, and mm-hmm. Berserko gets knocked off, and... Uh, BP goes to arrest Two Tone, and the the van crashes into a building. Yep, and the whole building comes falling down on BP. Right, and there's those beat cops show up, and they see just the rubble and two hands and two feet right. sticking out of the rubble. <laughs> Turns out BP's been crushed, but they can save him if they give him an electric body made of computerized steel or some some such nonsense. Yeah. Now, they also did say. In a couple of years of rehab, you'll be just as good as new. Yeah, right. Or act now, and we'll computerize your ass. <laughs> yes, right. Beefy decides, I don't have a couple of years to catch these bad guys. And computerize me. Yeah, computerize me. Apparently, no one else can do this job. Yeah. These are the only nine cops in the right. entire city. Yeah. So. so immediately, like as soon as he says, go for it, yeah. they gas him. Yeah, they were ready. There was a guy standing gas ready <laughs> next to the bed. Throws the mask on him, knocks him out. So BP gets worked on. He gets woken up. He's talking to the mayor. And he's got a plan to get all the best cops in the country, take them out of their jurisdictions. Yes. And start and put them into Empire City. Mm-hmm. So, you know, forget all the important work they were doing in their communities. Right. <laughs> Empire City is yeah, important. No one, no one needs any of that. Everything's about Empire City. Right. And so while he's on the mend and they start tracking down cops from all around the country. Mm-hmm. Big Boss has Dr. Bad Vibes work on the ultimate the ultimate crime, crime machine. machine. The UCM. <laughs> Turns out it's a big helicopter, basically. Yeah, so it's a yeah. helicopter with the, the blades in the center. Mm-hmm. and also Similar to like the Hover Segway from uh, a couple episodes ago yeah. in Bravestar. This yeah. looks a little bit more safe, but it, I mean, yeah. this thing is an industrial grade, bigger than Sikorsky, and it... it the deal is, is that it it shoots these pitons into a yeah into it a building shoots like grappling hooks into yeah. the corners of buildings and then from there laser beams emerge across the pins mm-hmm. in the building mm-hmm. so it can lift it up right. it lifts up it the cut that it cuts it cuts it lifts it and, and then it flies away with it yeah which I'm like just follow the enormous flying structure right. yeah. to the base like I don't know why this was a problem for the cops well, again though there's only nine cops in the whole city yeah so. and then Buzzbomb gets lured down <laughs> and he cuts a, a hole into the facility that whatever they yeah yeah they rob and then a vacuum sucker goes in and sucks out all the <laughs> the loot yeah the entire stealing the entire building is like they don't need to do that at all. They have a they have a robot. They have a vacuum. They don't need any of this uh, stealing a building technology. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but the you know the UCM looks okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they recruit a couple of cops. Bullseye, so, yep. who's the 
Uh, the helicopter that they have is pretty cool looking. It is. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, until a uh, buzz bomb saw the blade <laughs> off. Saw the blade it. off. Yeah, but he's a uh, he's the ace helicopter pilot who is a helicopter cop surveillance style, but also will land and tackle people. Yeah, so it's a one man police force. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, Mace, who's he's got this heavy laser weapon, but he's a, a special weapons guy. Yeah. Uh, Apparently really smart, but also seems kind of ham bonish and dumb. Yeah, so we see him. So in the opening, he cuts a hole in a bridge for people to fall into. Yeah. Which, like, I got to think there was an easier way to catch those people. You... And then in this episode, <laughs> he... So there's bad guys in this building. There's a fountain outside. He turns and shoots at one of the cop cars. The laser ricochets off the mirror of the cop car, ricochets off the all these other mirrors above the cops. And slices the fountain in half, which floods the building, and gets the bad guys out. Like, right. Just shoot the bad guys yeah. with the laser and be done with it. Uh-huh. You know? And this laser, like, the power of this laser oh knows no bounds. I, I mean, know. it saws through, uh, well, concrete, yeah. bridges, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He probably, like, split the moon in half or, like, write his name in it, Chippy's <laughs> Chippendale style. <laughs> it's crime-fighting time. Oh, uh, we get Longarm. Mm-hmm. Who's just the a beat cop, and he's got oh, he's got extendo handcuff out of yeah, one arm. It, yeah, yeah, one arm's he just he shoots a, a half a handcuff at right. somebody, and it, yeah, he's the long arm of the law. Uh huh. Clamps. Give me the clamps. Give me the clamps. That's basically what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's it's he uses it as a grappling hook at one point. Uh, Mirage, the other female uh, on the team, she's a undercover specialist. Right. We don't get to see much of her in action. No, she she does show up. She gets she does have some lines in mm-hmm. the first episode, but she's just kind of riding in the helicopter. Yeah. So. Barricade, who's a crowd control specialist. Right. He has a big uh. Oh, what's that? Battering ram. He's got a big battering ram. Yeah. Got like a battering ram gun. Mm, yeah. Cool. And then Highway, who's the ace cycle cop. Right. Which seems like a very specific specialization. Yeah. Like he's so you, really good on a motorcycle. Yeah. You're good at running. You're driving your government-approved <laughs> motorcycle. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it's got all the bells and whistles. <laughs> Sundown, who's the former Texas sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. He does not have any sleeves on his uniform. <laughs> nope. He's got a handlebar mustache. Handlebar mustache, cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. Yeah. yeah. And I like how they specifically call him out as a Texas sheriff, not a Texas ranger, mm-hmm. because I, I, I got to imagine they didn't have the uh, the approval. Oh, no. And his one of his names is, uh, his first or last name is Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, little Walker, Texas, Texas ranger. ranger. Yeah. Oh, he's a sheriff. Right. I was going through the action figures for this show, and mm-hmm. the action figures had the little uh, bio cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was reading a couple of them, <laughs> and he got called into the uh, Houston in 2016, 2013, excuse me. Oh, so four years ago. Four years ago, had the software riots. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. I, it was right mm-hmm. after uh, the social network came out, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> So he got sent in to quell the software riots. Okay. And the mayor of Houston was like, hey, how come they only sent one cop to quell these riots? And Sundown replies, well, you got but done one riot. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> he's going to go over there and Goodness. smack. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. 
Yeah, he's their uh, the special investigation guy. Yeah, that seems very vague. Yeah, like this, and, and he didn't do much of. Uh, he rode around in a car. Yeah, he didn't do much of his didn't own. Didn't take work. his hat off inside. Right, they had to yeah. call him out on that. Hung out with Colonel Bluegrass. <laughs> Please don't tell me about to have a, a an inappropriate. Cowboy placement special. <laughs> no, 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 no more it. goddamn specials. The, this audience only you, gets one no, freaking special. You vampires get your Sherlock Holmes special, and you'll like it. Yeah. I wake up at night for two things: worrying about my firewalls and that goddamn special. <laughs> it's crime fighting time. And then there's uh, Bowser and Blitz. Yes, who's the the canine unit? Mm-hmm. Well. I was really disappointed that uh, so Bowser's the guy, yeah. Blitz is the dog. I was really upset that it wasn't K nine letter K number nine. Well, there was a but. there was a GI Joe guy called K nine. Oh, okay. yeah. So I don't yeah, that would not have gone over well. the The robot dog seems to be sentient. It's a, yeah, it's a own. sentient dog, and on its back, it's got just a, a police light, right? That you would <laughs> see, you know, clamped onto the top of a car. Mm-hmm. You think since it was sentient, it was getting its own paycheck? I don't know. Do you have to pay robots yet? Uh, well, there were the software wars, <laughs> riots, so who knows? It's not 2020 yet. Ah, true. I, I bet he didn't make as much as uh, Eddie from Frasier, though. That dog made a freaking mint. We so. made, like, uh, Nick was telling you, what, 10 grand? 10 grand, yeah. 10 grand an episode. 10 grand an episode to jump on a couch and bark? Yeah. Man, I'd do that. I'd bark at Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. I do that for five hundred dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> In fact, it was my fine for barking at Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Sorry about that, Kelsey. <laughs> also, please stop sending us cease and desist orders. <laughs> They're getting really annoying. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna make a nice little decoupage out of them, I think. I'm gonna make it look like John Mahoney. The dad from Frasier. It's crime fighting. And we have Hardtop, who's kind of the loser. He just he got left back. He, made, yeah. he wasn't part of the team, and he was kind of all hangdoggy about it. Yeah. He was the last cop left in Empire City. They didn't get a <laughs> yeah. special power. Right. So they just kind of bought him a, a tank. Yeah, he has a tank. That's right. That's why he's called Hardtop. Yeah. But in the episodes we watched, he didn't have a tank at all. They were just like, and you're Hardtop, I guess. He and did then... take his tank to go pick up his tux in the second episode. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's crime fighting time. So if you're just joining us, we were halfway through the first, the origin two-parter. Right, right. Yeah, so they collect yeah, really this team. There. Well, yeah. I think it was good, though. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we we talked about how BP got into trouble mm-hmm. and then assembled his team of these. Yeah. Uh, There's a nice, like, roll call in the middle of episode yeah. one, so, yeah. which is the case of the cops. The case of the cops, part one. Part one of two. And then part two. Mm-hmm. So Berserko and Rock Crusher show up to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and so he gets. Uh, they they go up to the door and they lock the door with three super big locks. Right. Luckily, luckily, Rock Crusher has a jackhammer, a jackhammer of all trades. Yeah, and he <laughs> jackhammers those locks. Right. Jacks them good. <laughs> you gotta you gotta give Jacks them right off of there. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Our audience didn't see that coming. Coming. Yeah. Blows <laughs> form of humor, folks. Blue. Puns. The official, <laughs> the official comic stylings of doing the podcast. 
Oh, my Lord. Uh, so they open up the door <laughs> to BP's room. They're gonna they're gonna ace him because I mean they're yeah. gonna come well with a jackhammer and a pistol. Yeah, and BP still in bandages and a yeah. bed. So and BP raises his head and grins. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he starts kind of mocking them, mm-hmm. and stands up out of bed and yeah, you can't you can't stop the law. Right, right. And Berserko Robocop style. Yeah. yeah, Berserko pulls out his pistol and just. Just straight up shoots him in the chest a couple of mm-hmm. times, and it bounces off his metal body. He starts laughing again, only almost maniacally, like right. stupid criminals. I'm metal now. Yeah. Oh, time for rehab. I'm partly metal, partly real. Oh, he's all real, cause metal's real. I know. <laughs> uh, Bassum from the TuneIn Pod asked, "Why didn't they just go with uh, partly human, partly steel?" Instead of partly metal, partly real. That would have sounded awesome. Right? I know. <laughs> they wouldn't have people 30 years later trying to figure out what the hell they were trying yeah, to right. say. They did it just to confuse us. <laughs> <laughs> it's crime fighting time. Um, so BP picks up like a gurney and shoves it into Berserko. Yeah. And then pins him against the wall and like pushes the legs into the wall. Right. It's like, you're under arrest, punk. And Rock Crusher makes a hasty retreat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So with Berserko in jail, the cops team assembled. Uh, Big Boss is is pissed. Right. Right. And he wants his nephew out of jail, and he uh, he hacks the the TV stations. And he says, "All right, I'll tear down. I'll destroy the ultimate crime machine." If you let my nephew out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, boss, you're going to do that if they let Berserk out? And he goes, no, I'm going to no. do the biggest heist <laughs> ever. See? Even if they give him back, yeah. yeah. Do it anyway. So Berserko gets out. They they bend to his wheel, will. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ultimate crime machine starts prowling around yeah. looking for so some prey. <laughs> it, uh, Dr. Was it Dr. Bad Vibes takes it. To his old, what is clearly a tenement house, and steals the entire tenement house to get his old shit back. <laughs> <laughs> and not not like sciencey shit. No, it's just like, like a shitty couch. Yeah, right. his Tolkien books, some crumpled old porno mags. Yeah, there's like nothing in there. D and D character sheets. Yeah. Man, if you lose one of those, you gotta get that shit back. <laughs> well, I, I know. Yeah, that's I know. that's you, a lot of time and get, energy in that. You gotta get her hero builder. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that? It's an app. It's an app okay. to build heroes. Mm. And they're all stored. And you can print them off in PDF or you just have them on your laptop. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Of course, this, this was the 80s when uh, they didn't have computers except for like... Giant mainframe computers. Giant mainframe or, uh, you know, cyborgs and whatnot. <laughs> or cy- cyborg RoboCops. Right. <laughs> it's crime fighting time. So, so they he, steal that, and then they head. They're headed towards the mint, and they get cut off by our ace pilot, Bullseye. Bullseye. He's flying around with Mirage, mm-hmm. and they they come across him, and it's a little helicopter versus a big crime helicopter. Right, and a big crime helicopter with a robot on an arm that has arms that are saw blades. Yeah, and that beats the helicopter. <laughs> Wins handily. Right. Yeah, and as they're they parachute out because, you know, parachuting out of a helicopter, it's not a thing, kids. Don't do it. You will, like, turn right. into yeah. salsa. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Quickly. Oh, yeah. 
But they do anyhow, and they're they're parachuting down just fine, and then they get captured mm-hmm. by by one of the claw arms of the the U- <laughs> UMC. Yeah, UCM. Ultimate crime machine. UCM. Yeah, UCM. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so mainframe's got a plan, right? Well, she's got a plan, but um, hardtop, not hardtop, longarm, and BP talk about where would you go if you were a criminal and you had the ultimate crime machine? <laughs> That's right. And they're like, oh, the mint. The mint. So they yeah. get to the mint and they try to like get in. Yeah, to warn people. To warn people, but oh, it's a convenient federal holiday. Right. Luckily, the entire building is empty. Yeah. So now the bad guys can steal the entire building without uh-huh. kids being worried about innocent lives. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, you did have to spell that out. Yeah. Spelled it right out. <laughs> the UCM appears, mm-hmm. puts his little petons in there, carves it in half. Right. Uh, long arm doesn't get on, but BP is in the building. Yeah, he's trapped in the building. Yep. So, turns out they only need the uh, the printing press. Right. They're gonna the print their own money. Yeah. And they start plucking. So again, why they need the entire building? The, it's a, the entire they, building stealing thing makes no sense no, to me. I yeah. mean, just even hover over the building. Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 They use the little robot buzz bomb to cut into it and. Use a vacuum to vacuum up the printing right. press. Like, just do that. <laughs> Step one. They are taking the giant printing presses out with a claw. It's a claw machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not My vacuuming bad. them up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Silly just, me. Just for our audiences. <laughs> yeah. But they <laughs> have this. <laughs> Sorry. It's just this, they're clawing it up, and mm-hmm. BP jumps on the onto the ultimate crime machine <laughs> every time. It's ridiculous. I know. Um, and our heroes, all the cops kind of show up and they start following mm-hmm. in this, you know, Ford Bronco-esque escape. <laughs> and they're they're just driving down, tra- following this giant helicopter yeah. that's holding this giant building with right. four little cables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the point that Mainframe has this idea. Mm-hmm. She's and got it, some sort of radio... Yeah, communication like a, device like that's supposed to a uh, thing. I'm sure supposed to give her control of the ultimate crime machine. But she has to be right underneath it. Right, directly underneath it. Directly. Right. Radios only work straight up and down. Everyone knows that. Yeah. It's common knowledge. Right. So, so they drive and they drive in front of everybody. They mm-hmm. get underneath it. They take control. Uh, at this point, on the inside of the helicopter, the uh, ultimate crime machine. Excuse me. Right. Call it what it is, not what you want it to be. <laughs> no, it's, it's what the it ultimate is. Ultimate crime hover segue. <laughs> BP starts messing some stuff up, mm-hmm. beating some dudes down. Right, and then uh, he gets in a fight with. Uh, is it Berserko? Berserko. Yeah, yeah. During this fight, uh, uh, Brain Bomb or what was his name? Buzz Bomb. Buzz Bomb. He, uh, you know, he's a robot with uh, two saws for one hand. He trips BP. <laughs> <laughs> so BP falls out the window or something. Yeah, yeah, and he's holding on by the very edge. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the mainframe uh, mainframe and hardtop mm-hmm. end up taking control because they get underneath Yeah, directly. The UCM. Again, radios. Radios. Straight up and straight, straight down. Straight up, straight down. Nothing more. Nothing less. <laughs> uh, for for moments, uh, it's enough for her to lock out the the flight computer, mm-hmm. and so the the flight computer is going all wonky. Rock Crusher, who's unfortunately piloting this, 
can't figure out what the hell's going on. Right. Turbo is like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, the day is saved. I don't remember <clears throat> what happened after that. Uh, it's because the erratic flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, the the crooks just like, I'm not gonna deal with this, and decide oh, to bail. Right. Li- they, just, they literally bail out. Just take off. Yeah. Yeah. The Buzz, ultimate crime yeah. computer crime machine has been built. They've won, and they're yeah. like, oh well, it's slightly out of control. We're right. just gonna. Bail. <laughs> yeah, we've been hacked. This yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, since the ace helicopter pilot is on board, mm-hmm. uh, he gets freed by BP as well as Mirage gets freed. Yeah. They yeah. make it up to the, the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they write the ship, as it were. Right. Uh, just long enough to crash it. Yeah, it looks as though the cockpit is smashed to smithereens, but they got out in just the last second, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and mm. the day is won, right? By the, the cops. By the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was our first and second episode. Right. Their origin story. Again, though, their their entire plan, like they had to follow this flying machine and everything. Like they're the only nine <laughs> cops in the entire right. city. Like there's not another precinct that you can like well, call and be like. Hey, they're headed east. Maybe the nine fork and yeah, keep an eye on it. And, you know, and people aren't going to be calling up. Hey, there's a U.S. Mint flying, <laughs> flying above over me. me. Yeah, right. <laughs> is, is that an ultimate crime machine? Holy shit! <laughs> Someone should call the cops. It's crime fighting time. So our second episode was the case of the stuck up blimp. Right. <laughs> and this was the first episode. That- <laughs> Sounds like an anthropomorphic blimp that just doesn't want any of your shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too good for it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Hydrogen, not in my blimp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, helium, I prefer hydrogen. <laughs> nice and flammable. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want anything to mess up his voice. My daughter finally did the uh, the helium trick. She inhaled helium. Yeah. And she she talked. And she has this little mousy voice, and then all of a sudden she went, It was hilarious. <laughs> I about died. It was so funny. It's crime fighting time. The case of the Stuck Up Blimp was the first aired, I believe. Yeah, it looked like it. Uh, yeah. So what we watched was like episode 9 and 10, which was the case of cops. Right. Which is kind of the origin story. Yeah. And they kind of mentioned in it, too, that like... Finally, here's the origin of the cops, but the actual first episode was the stuck-up blimp. Yeah, so every episode of Cops ends with a, or begins with a, like a, a case folder, mm-hmm. and it's got the case number written on it. And, yeah. And it's really just kind of the report that BP is giving at the time. Yeah, which is really cool. I thought that was a good little bookend to each, I do uh, too. each episode. Yeah, you know? and each yeah. each episode ends with a, a picture of the last scene. Mm-hmm. And going, and this is case closed for, and he'll give a little information like Berserko was booked on the account of, you know, selling fraudulent monkeys. Right. <laughs> what are those spider monkeys? Only chimpanzees are legal within <laughs> city limits. Everyone knows that. Yeah. When you Where is there a five four two? Damn it! <laughs> when you get a call, everything's face <laughs> off, except no substitute. Right. It's crime fighting. Oh, so we learn hard hat. Okay, so there Go is ahead. a a blimp, and this is a definitely a rigid airship, not a blimp. Yeah, yeah it's a zeppelin. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> they Ze- call it Zeppelin. Well, uh, Zeppelin's uh, the man- a manufacturer of rigid airships. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's like the meme. facial tissue and Kleenex, Keith. Right. Yeah. When was the last time anyone said, hey, can I have a facial tissue? I always say it just to be pedantic. I, somehow I knew that about you, <laughs> and I'm not surprised about it. <laughs> you sound like some Midwesterner that calls soda pop and pop soda. Right. Or just adhesive medical strips, band-aids. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick. <laughs> I need an adhesive strip. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> I just read an article about the new... There's a new uh, Goodyear airship. Oh, yeah. And it's a semi-rigid airship. But they're going to keep calling it a blimp because the Goodyear semi-rigid airship. <laughs> this doesn't sound right. <laughs> Whenever you say semi-rigid, I don't like. I don't want to see that. I don't care what it is. I don't want it near me. <laughs> do, you want, do you want fully rigid want, near you? I want entirely flaccid or fully rigid. <laughs> Nothing in between. <laughs> We're not talking about any window. We're talking about penis. Right. It's crime fighting time. So in this episode, Big Boss is looking to steal a blimp. He's looking to steal a blimp. <clears throat> there, uh, there's a big gala aboard the blimp mm-hmm. that's full of uh, Empire City's rich and famous. Yeah. And they're uh, they're they're gonna, there's gonna be some money there. So his idea oh, is true. to he doesn't want to steal the blimp. He wants to. Have his guys infiltrate yep. his caterers to steal the money at this gala. Yeah, loot. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and some of it requires tearing the blimp off of its moorings. Yeah. See, that's why I thought he wanted to steal the entire blimp, because at some point, I guess everything just goes tits up, and he is like, we'll just steal the entire freaking blimp. Right. <laughs> that probably would have been the easier thing to do. I thought so, because yeah. that- I think uh, he was trying to distract the cops by having the blimp kind of float free. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, which- We'll get to it here, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The episode opens with the big boss telling him uh, Mm -hmm. Berserko and Rock Crusher to go get some tuxes for their heist. Because, you know, you're going to go to a fancy, rob a fancy gala. You should be dressed fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to stick out. So at Empire City's only tux shop, (laughs) our... Our, it's where all nine of their cops get their tuxedos, apparently. Our, our eighth favorite boy in blue. <laughs> our top. Our top. <laughs> is, is walking out in his full battle gear after yeah. picking up his tux. Yeah. Where some fop is following behind him. So you forgot your, to, your, top, your top hat. Yeah. And it's one of those collapsible top hats. You psh, and flick it and it pops open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen anybody ever wear one of those for reals. Me neither. Like it's a play. This is. I've worn a top hat. And I haven't worn that kind of top hat. You, you wore a top hat. Oh yeah, I still have it. It's gonna be the best day of your life. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was uh, Alec and Beth's wedding. Oh, what? Yeah. How do I not remember this? Possibly because I was drunk and wearing the Andre hat. Right. Yeah. You had a fedora. By the way, you were rocking that fedora. Ugh. Just, just like go back in time, and kick my own ass. <laughs> Wait, you were on a boat in a fedora. That's what? true. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to judge you. It's maritime law. (laughs) (laughs) Yet another kind of law we service on TuneIn Podcast. Yeah, no actual law, just maritime and bird law. It's actual law. Maritime law is actual law. (laughs) Uh, I use it inappropriately all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you're in a landlocked state. It's crime fighting. 
time. Anyhow, so. <laughs> uh, Rock Crusher and, and Berserko. Berserko are trying to steal these tuxes. Run into this tux shop. They couldn't freaking shell out 80 bucks for a tux <laughs> right, rental. For a tux rental, yeah. <laughs> they rob them. They steal four tuxes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hardtop chases chases them. They go up a building, and Hardtop's like, "Ooh, heights." Yeah, he's scared of heights. He is, which I think is a cool little character trait for him. You know? I do. Yeah, because he's already kind of a dweeby character, yeah, anyhow. Yeah. He's, he's a drip. Yeah. yeah, I like when characters have something that kind of humanizes them, like Storm's afraid of enclosed spaces and things like yeah. that. So yeah, afraid of being shot in the face by a criminal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you know, that's a thing. Sure. Right. Hmm. Hmm. So there's an elaborate roof chase, which right. ends with uh, the criminals stupidly like picking up a, a rain gutter and shimmying down to another building. So they pick up, the, I, I, uh, Turbo Two Tone. He rips off a rain gutter and rips off, rips it off the entire like block size yeah. side of the building, right? And uses it to like zip line to the next building. Yeah, yeah. An old hardtop just can't follow along. Right. And he's old rubber legs. Yeah, he rubber legs. <laughs> oh, Berserka makes fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, poor guy. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Well, they end up getting dressed to go to the gala. Hardtop really wants to go to the gala because Margaret Jimenez or I don't know, whatever. I didn't catch her name. Yeah. It was She's the she's the April O'Neil of the show. April O'Neil. You know, she's the Trisha Takanawa. Yeah, yeah, she's the the saucy reporter. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a big crush on her. Oh yeah. And so that's the reason why he's going to the gala. Mm-hmm. Well, he rides with BP and BP is rocking this sweet ass oh, my Miami voice yeah. tux. It's like powder blue with a uh-huh. pink tie. So oh, pink bow tie. Pink bow tie, yeah. Oh yeah. He's <clears throat> it is sexy. It's tailored amazing and he's just filling it out mm-hmm. left and right. And he's got that, that action figure bod. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, we'll be right back. It's crime fighting time. And we're back and we're back. And slightly worn out. <laughs> I use nap, kids. <laughs> so, Uncle Andy's gonna tell you something. It's called Uncle Andy had to work all goddamn weekend this last weekend. But Uncle Andy, your weekend? <laughs> yeah. Where'd you relax? I didn't, kids. And so we didn't record on Monday. Right. Then we might have recorded on Tuesday, but Uncle Andy was sick, and he only cured that sick with the only way that he could be cured: drinking heavily. <laughs> Mike. Wonderful host Keith was able to come over, mm-hmm. share a few cocktails with me, which actually got me feeling really, really good. Yeah. Until Wednesday morning, which I felt really, really bad. Hmm. It's weird how that happens with alcohol. Yeah. 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 So today we're recording actually on a Friday, St. Right. Patrick's Day. Yes. So we're not imbibing to bring you quality podcasts. Right. We both uh, we got kind of loaded at the Olive Garden beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, loaded on pasta. Right, yeah. Uh, and there were cheap drinks, too, at yeah, the bar. Yeah, there so, were, at yeah. the bar. I know. Oh, Get to the table and they jack it up. Oh, that was so stupid. Like, it's it's half-price drinks while you're waiting. Yeah. That's the most idiotic. Either way, we had Olive Garden. Yeah, it's true. A it was fine restaurant. Yes. A classy restaurant, even. Mm. Yes. Yeah, you know, I don't do much for St. Patty's Day because... Um, I mean, I, I'm borderline alcoholic anyhow, yeah, yeah. so like, just taking one day out of the year to do that, right. it's not enough days. No, no. <laughs> In my heart, every day is St. Patrick's Day. Right, yeah. So, yeah, this is, this is a good segue to 
kids, you know, glorifying alcoholism is not a thing you should set aside one day to do. Right. If you're going to glorify it, glorify it several times a week. I know. Don't half-ass things. No. Go full-assed into it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Show up sloppy for early meetings. Leave early because you got to meet people yeah. at a bar. Yeah. Uh, soak your orange slices in alcohol before you go to work so that it'll Ooh, launch you a little buzz. Nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I revealed too much about myself. <laughs> so, so tampons and tequila, and then put them up your anus. <laughs> you were baiting me. <laughs> I wh- was I. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, this is a the, the weird conflagration of events. So it's Friday. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's spring break. Yeah. It's the second day of March Madness. Mm-hmm. It's like the holy quadrilogy Quad- there. Yeah, screw. I'm I'm actually in my armored bunker right now recording this podcast. Right. I'm glad you let me in. Thank um, you. All those screaming children outside were yeah just dying <laughs> yeah. to get in, but I knew that you would allow me to survive the end of the world as we know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Case in point, to end on this note of uh, of this little rant, St. Patrick's Day. And uh, New Year's Eve, the biggest amateur hour freaking <laughs> nights of all time. <clears throat> I'd love to celebrate you again, but I celebrate you on Tuesdays after work. Right. And Wednesdays after work. Thursdays at the Grapevine. Right. Sundays before mm. work. Yeah. And Mondays when I'm not feeling so great. Right. Yeah. It's the only way to feel better. Just got to right. drink to maintain. <laughs> it's crime fighting time. Where the hell were we? <laughs> ah, so our heroes were arriving at the gala. Yes, and they see the uh, the luscious reporter that Hard Top's all all about. Yeah, and she has a robot TV crew. Yeah, so uh, a robot uh, makeup guy, a robot camera guy that's also serving as her producer, and he seems sentient. Yeah, to uh, a degree. Be- Beamer. Beamer. Yeah. And then uh, a boom mic. mic. Yeah. And that guy is terrible at his yeah, job. He was like awful. shoving it right in uh, BP's <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a light one. And they did, they the lighting on the show was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How they were doing that mm-hmm. effect. That was neat. And then they, they later showed a, a lightning storm that was was pretty decent. Oh, yeah. yeah they're for they're the late fighting 80s. On, the, on the outside of the blimp and lightning would strike and everything would go ro- white. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just kind of an outline of the blimp and the characters. It was... That was a really cool yeah. little effect they did. Yeah. They did it four or five times. It was really, really neat. I really enjoyed it. So, Berserko, Rock Crusher, and about four or five kind of nameless goons mm-hmm. take over the caterers. Right. And they're dressing up in their stuff. <laughs> they clearly don't fit in the no. suits, though. They're, all the seams of the buttons yeah. are bursting and stuff. Uh, so, BP calls out Hardtop to, uh, he's like, you're, you're afraid of heights. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not afraid. There's nothing wrong, son, being afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not afraid, sir. I'm not afraid, sir. You're really afraid. Mm. So the the gala starts. The crooks that are the caterers decide to play their cards, take over the event, pop off a couple of shots in a blimp. Smart idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unhook from the moorings, and then Rock Crusher goes out with his trusty jackhammer and starts jackhammering away the steel cables. Yeah. They keep the blimp in place. Yeah. It's it's got a million and one uses of jackhammer. A million and one uses. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
he also later when the jackhammer kind of goes kaput, he uses a, a regular handsaw to <laughs> cut through steel cables. He's just going to hacksaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. It works faster than the jackhammer. Way faster than the jackhammer <laughs> shit. It's crime fighting time. Uh, our cop friends try to bust up the joint. They get captured and thrown in the meat locker while... Yes. Berserko and it's the, a blimp the, slash meat packaging company. Yes, of I think course. we decided. Yeah, because there are full. There are like eighteen full cows in this meat right. locker. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was a full gourmet kitchen. Oh yeah, and slaughterhouse. Right, right, right. Like most uh, blimp kitchens, I would yeah. assume. <laughs> I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> not, maybe it's just a, a package of freeze dried food. <laughs> mm, I think weight still matters on those things. Mm. <clears throat> They are full of a lot of hot air. Ah, uh, just like this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's crime fighting time. Uh, <laughs> our heroes do eventually escape their captivity mm-hmm. and start busting some things up. Yeah, so the way they escape is basically BP just like oh, hulks he- out on the ropes that are tying them up. He does, and then he, in his suit, he's got these little grenades, mm-hmm. and he blows through the door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Hardtop's all like, I'm cold, get me out of here. Yeah. BP obliges. Right. It's, being a cyborg has its advantages. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, actually, it doesn't seem to have any sort of disadvantage to him whatsoever. Not yet, no. Right, yeah. No, he's he's just a bigger badass than he was mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. Blasted so they, they blow... BP blows the door off of the meat locker. They escape. He's like, hey, you go take care of Rock Crusher. I'm going to go take care of Berserko. Mm-hmm. BP goes to a very large, elaborate fist fight. Yeah. The animation kind of it, it gets weird there because they're like, so instead of showing a fist fight, yeah. they're just kind of like static images that kind of go across uh, the screen. Uh, punches, yeah. Yeah. Which it, it was a cool effect, but it was like they ran out mm-hmm. of budget right about yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then something happened that kind of at the time it was cool, but in hindsight now it pisses me off. Mm. So Beamer, the robot producer slash camera droid, gets yeah. all into Berserko's face. Mm-hmm. Berserko picks him up and tosses him out the window yeah. of the blimp several thousand feet above the city. Mm-hmm. And he falls, he's like, no, and I'm like, ah, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, no. <laughs> Monster like, comes out, blasts into yeah. obliteration. <laughs> Just explodes. Dead. <laughs> Little robot babies not having anything for Christmas. Eating in oil soup lines. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just all built up in my head. And then the reporter goes, oh, it'll take months to put him back together. I'm like, ah. Oh. Just build another you know, one. Okay, in the mid-80s, Monstar like, straight up kills robot prison guards. And yeah. now, all of a sudden, these things, four years later, survive falls from great heights. Right, yeah. But that's bullshit. Ridiculous. This is why children today are such wusses. <laughs> you should know that falling will kill you. Yeah. yeah. And getting shot by Monstar will kill you. <laughs> will kill you, yes. Oh my god, how it will. Kids, don't get shot by Monstar. Yeah. When in doubt, don't get shot <laughs> by Monstar. It's crime fighting time. So our hero, Hardtop, mm-hmm. goes and finds Rock Crusher, entangles with him a little bit. 
Well, a little bit. I think, doesn't he find the, the gal, the reporter lady, and uh, kind of rescue her from falling off the edge of the blimp? That's uh, after he gets the, the blimp remoored to uh, ah, the platform, true. Okay. allowing his cop buddies. And at that point, his, you know, with his friends cheering him on, hey, man, you can do this, mm-hmm. he gets it remoored. <laughs> and there's, there's some odd straddling... That goes on. That's right. Yes, it looked way too funny. Looked, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the straddling was a little odd. Yeah, I'll let it. I'll love it. I won't. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he has to go and save uh, the reporter who gets tossed out of the the broken window that right. Beamer went out mm-hmm. of, and he does no problem because, you know, anybody can overcome fear. Is, right, right. Is what he yeah. said. Yeah. He's afraid of heights, yeah. but since he got a, since he got a pretty lady to rescue, right? No problem whatsoever. So they end up kind of apprehending Rock Crusher and the seven other goons. Mm-hmm. Berserko gets away with a bag of loot. Yeah, Keith, what's in the bag of loot? Sandwiches, finger sandwiches, finger sandwiches. He took the wrong bag. Yeah, it's not full of diamonds. It's full of finger sandwiches. Big Boss is not happy. No, although I mean, finger sandwiches aren't cheap, so. Yeah, I don't think Fa- he's in the finger uh, sandwich fa- business. Fancy gala finger sure, sandwiches. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. So that's I mean that's good eating for a couple days for your men, you know? Yeah. Right, you, that lemon, Does he have to feed his men? Is he obligated? A bunch of obligated, men just you know, got for arrested. Morale, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're a mob boss and someone's like, Hey, have these three hundred free sandwiches. <laughs> They're like real good sandwiches. You wouldn't be like, oh, fuck it. You messed up <laughs> everything. <laughs> Man, see? <laughs> you done fucked up, son. Yeah, he's he's pretty forgiving. I mean, because there's some monumental screw ups that he just kind of, eh. Oh. Yeah. I, I, maybe part of it's like, who else do I have to run these ridiculous crimes with me? Part of it's he's he's a pretty nice guy, I think. You know, he's a pretty nice crime boss. Yeah, I think so. I Forgiving. Yeah, yeah. Father figure. Mm-hmm. Father I never had. Oh, wait. My father is great. And an excellent crime lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's crime fighting time. Well, so this show had some action figures that came out, and they were... Really? Yeah. If I had watched this show, I would think that this, there was no way this was made to sell toys. <laughs> whatsoever i mean the the elaborate vehicles right the, the enormous body frames of these characters yeah. nothing about it suggests and, and that's the weird thing about it is that despite the enormous body frames of these characters mm-hmm. i guess they were easily mistaken for gi joes although they had a lot more accessories oh, they? they weren't like the ninja turtle size of a figure they were more the the classic gi joe size but they came with a ton of of guns and the big thing about their action figures were that each action figure came with ca- uh, the the roll caps. Oh, like a cap and, gun. Yeah, and the guns would shoot caps. Oh, cool. And uh, hmm. there's a bomb specialist, and that was a clear plastic case that a kid could ignite. What the, the cap and see the explosion on the inside? And, oh and man, yeah. That sounds super dangerous. Right. I'm glad they sold that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it was a neat a neat yeah. thing. I, I saw that and unique. It, yeah. They're really cap based. They had uh, backpacks that would have cap guns on the back, and you just flick them and. Oh, cool! Yeah, awesome! Yeah, a lot of shooty going on in the toys. A lot of, a lot of exploding. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so each yeah each toy 
came with a roll of caps. Hmm. Very cool. Did you have any of these toys? I did not. No. Uh, and again, because I came to the show so late, I never saw it. I was talking to Paul from Denver, mm-hmm. and Paul said that uh, at one point in his youth, he had bought a a bag of action figures that contained both G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and cops figures. Wow, what a bag. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, where can I pay $5 for this bag? <laughs> Yeah, a hell of a lot more at Comic Con, you know, for oh, one yeah. night. Uh, and I've never seen, I have not seen any of these toys. Uh, maybe the helicopter I've seen. Oh, yeah? yeah. I think I've seen Long Arm because I thought it was weird that you yeah. had like a handcuff, handcuff, shooty, uh, wrist, wrist mounted, yeah. handcuff, grappling hook yeah. thing. That's so weird. <laughs> if, you know, if it's so useful, why isn't it standard issue? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They give these guys guns. They can't give them some sort of non-lethal. <laughs> yeah. And notice none of these cops had body cams. No, no. None of them. None and of them. none of them use their guns either. In the no. We well, watch. they don't have Only to. Only the bad guys. Yeah. Did. Well, the yeah. bad guys are punks. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than the, uh, the action figures, and they had three waves of action figures. And Wow, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, the third wave went unproduced. Oh, okay. And in typical um, action figure fashion, they never made any of the female characters. Of course. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not sure of any other thing other than the, the, the figures, vehicles, mm-hmm. and play sets. No, like, sheets or pajamas or... Games you know. or... I'm, i got to imagine some sort of shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Only one season. They probably only had enough for yeah. action figures. And and again, since I was watching the show at my grandma's house, I, you know, I didn't have any friends that ever watched this show. Mm-hmm. So it's neat that you know you had a conversation with some people that were like, "Hey, you should you should watch Cops." And, yeah. Uh, you know, Paul from Denver is a huge was very was hugely happy about this <laughs> that we were going to be doing Cops, and he's like, "Man, I haven't heard, I haven't thought of that show in twenty five years." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was so the first cool. thing you guys said to me. I said we're doing. A podcast about cartoons. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna watch cops." And then, twenty four hours later, you're like, "We're watching cops." We're watching cops. Yeah, yeah. that's great. It's crime fighting time. So, Andy, uh, how did you think this hold held up? I think the animation style was was good, uh, much better than I would even say the first season or two of Ninja Turtles. Mm. Um, don't hate me. <laughs> I mean, I I thought. They animated it very well. I think they spent some money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does it hold up? I mean, it's 2017. It takes place in 2020. Yeah. There's some suspension of disbelief. It takes place in a different world, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's your stereotypical, you know. I mean, the, the, the big bad guy just goes, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, even BP is, is almost a... He's he's got a little hair curl in front. He he's an African American guy, but he's got a hair curl and he's That's Jerry curl. <laughs> it's got the Superman curl. Yeah, yeah, he does. You know, yeah, and and he's a very Superman esque character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and he, he he can do about anything now that he's bionic. True. Yeah. Um, I think it's neat. You know, all of the cops having their own special abilities and special mm-hmm. loadouts. That's awesome. Yeah, and and. Of course, it's going to sell toys and, and appeal. Um, it, it holds up as as a cartoon. It's not utterly, it's not too hard to watch. There's no really 
annoying uh, sidekick characters either, which is nice. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Would you watch any more of this on your own or binge watch it even? <laughs> um, you know, I might. Yeah. I might find myself watching a couple mainly because I own the DVD set that I got really, really cheap on Amazon. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. At late night, thinking about our podcast. <laughs> a couple of uh, glasses of liquid courage. Loosens yeah. that wallet right L- up. Right yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, I always tell myself, I got a gift card. I didn't have a gift card. It's crime fighting time. So, Keith, what do you think? Um... Man, I don't know. I I did not enjoy this as much as you did. I think. Oh I think yeah. It's, I think it's something that would be good for like a mystery science theater kind of show where you can make fun you of. it. You were having an awful lot of fun doing. I was I was having a good time making fun of it. Um, you weren't forcing anything either, which was <laughs> the, good, maybe good. a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not something I would watch on my own. I I thought the opening sequence was animated better than the rest of the show. Yeah. Like, when I just saw just the opening, like, that's really high-quality animation. But then it kind of drops off for the main show, which is understandable. I mean, they were making 65 of those things. And, right. You know, so. I think the writing was was okay also. Um, it was pretty well-paced. Mm-hmm. I think the end always kind of snuck up on you, though. Yeah, I felt that way, too. That And, and maybe part of it was we watched the two-parters, so, like, the... The end of the first one was definitely a sneak up kind of yeah. cliffhanger type thing, but I I really enjoy that bookend of it being like VP talking to his boss or something. Right here's the, here's the case file and what happened and all that. That's that's a cool little bit, but uh, yeah, it just seems it seems very eighties. I my I think my biggest complaint is there are just too many cops. Yeah, like I could not keep track of all the characters and their different little abilities and things. and Yeah, and I mean, it's definitely something you'd have to kind of watch day in and day out. Hmm. And definitely there's going to be a bullseye episode versus a BP yeah, episode yeah. and a long-arm episode. Because I remember watching the show, there was just a ton of long-arm episodes. Yeah, I mean, well, he's, just he's always from in Empire there. City, so yeah. he's kind of like the quote-unquote main character besides right. BP, I would think. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and I would have liked to have kind of stirred the crooks up a little bit more, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, you know, you're going to have your primary villains of the episode and primary, you know, whatever shows up on the dartboard in the writer room. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something I'm I'm glad I was exposed to it just so I can talk to <laughs> talk about it later, but it's probably not something I will yeah. watch again. It's Not going to binge it? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's uh it's very like stereotypically 80s minus the really annoying snarfy character, I think. Right. I think if we got into it anymore, I would we would probably find that character. It's probably one of the bad guys. It yeah, he's uh, it's probably Berserko if I had to guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, B- Berserko's you know pretty static throughout, but Big mm-hmm. Boss has got a couple of uh, he's got a yes man mm. type character that mm-hmm. is probably pretty hard to watch. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for introducing to me to it. I, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I you know enjoyed. Again, the, the the magic of this podcast is kind of going back to my youth. Yeah, yeah, and and not to you know. Oh, I watched this six months ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easily accessible on Netflix. I didn't have to dig for this at all. <laughs> it's crime fighting time. All right. So, Andy, final thoughts on this show? And just like seeing the air bubbles inside the the lava lamp. Yeah, it's real good. Look at them. I saw one that was so. Pristine, such an almost oh, yeah. an air bubble covered in only a little amount of oil. Oh, wow. 
slowly rising to the top. <laughs> so great. Uh, now my final thoughts on this were: it was good to revisit the past. Mm-hmm. It was good to revisit the past for only about an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm probably gonna give this disc set to my brother and oh, yeah. see if he remembers it, and and maybe that'll help jog, you know, wanting to rewatch the show again. Right. Uh, again, this was uh, the '80s, just such a golden age of Mm -hmm. cartoons so much okay came out of the decade you know (laughs) yeah and and i say that almost lovingly because you know they weren't all you know world beaters Mm -hmm. but they were i mean and a lot of them were set up to do one thing and that again sell some merchandise right but to come up with a world to come up with a, a wealth of characters and sure maybe you're only expanding your product line but man there was you know, a wealth of characters. In there was, show, yeah, and and just to just to roll off. I mean, they did not start with a core of five, and mm-hmm. then, hey, Officer Johnson's joining us, and there was, um, there was a cop who eventually joins the team mm. from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. And unfortunately, they named him Roadblock, which is one of my favorite GI Joe characters. Oh, gotcha. And, uh. Roadblock from Cops is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. Yeah. And uh, Roadblock from G.I. Joe is, like, tall, bald, African-American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass. Badass. Yeah, yeah. It kind of speaks <laughs> in a rhyme every now and then. Right. Usually when he's beating Cobra in. <laughs> it's crime-fighting time. I thought this show, it relies a lot on suspension of disbelief. Like, like I said, there's only nine cops in this entire city. From what we can tell, right? Like they they're not able to call in any sort of help whatsoever. It's just just this team and just going after these bad guys, right? Um, yeah, I don't think I'd watch any more of it just <laughs> on that alone. Like every time I would see something, I'm like, just call him back up. Like I've watched enough Brooklyn Nine Nine and uh, Law and Order to know that there are other cops on the street that can help out. <laughs> see, only cop shows anybody ever needs <laughs> yeah, to watch. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but thank you for exposing me to it. I'm, yeah, I'm no glad problem, I. Man. I know this uh, for any sort of trivia in the future or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's crime fighting time. So Keith, what do we have going on next week? So next week we're gonna watch Superman the animated series. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. which which one? I guess I is there only the one? Is... Uh, the one from the nineties. Okay, first Tim one. So what I'm thinking. Oh, about. all right. And we're gonna watch. I'm not gonna subject you to the first episode because it's a three parter. <laughs> We all know the origin of Superman, right? Uh, yeah. explodes. Yeah, he's he the guy with the Green Lantern thing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Krypton he explodes. can talk to dolphins. <laughs> Krypton explodes. He goes to Kansas. He learns shit. He fights people in Metropolis, right? Right. That's the, that's the first three episodes right I'm there. baffled. Yeah. Right. We're going to watch The Main Man, which okay. has Lobo in it. It's oh, a two-parter. It's yes. a good one. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Man, I love you some Lobo. Oh yeah, it's it's Brad Garrett, uh, Ray yeah, Romano's uh-huh. brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really good. As Lobo, as Lobo. Holy yeah. shit, this could be great. I know. I'm, I'm kind of really looking excited, excited to it. it. Let's just go do it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> five minutes is another day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's crime fighting time. Well, I wish I had a big sexy hook to end this on, <laughs> but I don't. Well, Andy, it's been fun. It has been fun, Keith. So until next time, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Cops, 
Central Organization of Police Specialists. Fighting crime in a future time. Protecting Empire City from Big Boss and his gang of crooks. Chair was a wedding gift. <laughs> yeah, you were a wedding gift from too. me to fart in. <laughs>